going on family it's your boy king i'm back with season two episode six of king's vault now i know i've been gone for a minute and i really do appreciate all the love that i've been given speaking to you know all different types of sources i've been contacted through emails and at various social media outlets twitter instagram and it's it's been a while, yes it has, but uh, for those who really don't know part of things and uh, I really don't say too much about myself, I took a little bit of a sabbatical. And uh, with that being said, man, you know, there's a lot of things that go on, you know, as far as family and which part of one of the episodes I'm going to be getting into this new global pandemic that's going on that has everybody so freaked out in so many words even when you use the word pandemic, but let's just, let's just stick back to it. Like I said, I'll get to that, but let's go for first things first. So first things first, I think the topic that I really want to bring up right now is, um, basically has to do with like dealing with hard pressed situations. So, you know, when I when I say that and I bring up my own personal things, I'm not looking for applause and I'm definitely not looking for sympathy and none of that. But given my situations in these in this past time of definitely stepping back from doing my episodes, which is not a big thing with annoying fans, you know, it's just had a problem. So with that being said, let me get to jump into it. So um, since my last episode back in February or January, can't really catch it. Um, but yeah, this had to be February. My, um, my father had a stroke and, um, with having that stroke, you know, and me taking a break from, you know, the normal chats and things that we go through, I just went through a process of reflecting, you know, and, um, gives me a sense of it gave me something really to think strongly about now let's just take for instance you look at uh, social media you know social media being let's just go with the all-time norm what all people go with go with facebook so you know at this point you know my father has a stroke the severity of it is it, it affects the front right lobe where basically this section controls speech and you know for being a strong black man like my father is because if i've never stated that before i am of african-american descent which is basically saying i'm black in other terms (laughs) but um he has a stroke so you know all speech is gone so it's kind of crazy to me that you know when you have something like that that go on and and it's such a, a shock to the body that, you know, not to brag, my father's a strong man. He has this stroke and it affects the speech. But this happens at about like one o'clock in the afternoon. So from one o'clock in the afternoon to five o'clock, you know, he's home by himself. You know, the mom's at work. He's not really even noticing it. He's just going about his normal day, cleaning up and uh, 
mother comes home and she's like, hey, you know, talking to him, trying to say things, and he's not saying anything at all, and he's just motioning to his mouth. So immediately goes to the emergency room. So, you know, fast forward through all of the, the touchy things, I get the story, you know, doing like any other person, family member would do, especially father, son, any type of bond. I rush over to the hospital and I see him for the first time. Now, when I see him, you know, father's a strong guy. He's like, he's crying and he's emotional. Now, for the understanding of just speaking to, you know, the, um, the female side of my audience, you know, if you're a woman, you really don't understand the fact that, um, for a boy, you know, to see his father cry, uh, you know, a strong guy, you know, and that's across the board, no matter what, you know, ethnicity you want to be or anything else to see that out of a strong man, it's definitely an emotional moment. So, you know, and me, I'm, I'm really guarded. So I really don't go into it. I don't cry or anything like that. But, you know, who's to say I would care if anyone judged me if I did. But so the thing is that gets me is, you know, he's crying, he's emotional, he can't speak. And something about that moment, you know, touched me in a place where I was just, I was kind of fucking angry. <laughs> like, you know, being angry, not at the, angry at the fact of, you know, uh, seeing him in that situation or anything like that. It was, it was more the anger it was at myself regarding emotions. Like, as black men, you know, or men in general, I keep it very vague for those. Um, for men, we are taught to guard our emotions. We're taught to internalize these things so that, you know, men who typically show their emotions are stereotypically as looked at as soft or, you know, or in other terms, bitch-made motherfuckers. You know, <laughs> and if you listen to this and you're really catching that part, yes, I said bitch made motherfuckers because my podcast is. Ex- Let's just say I say some shit like regardless. But, you know, with that being said, it's just like, you know, we're taught to guard emotions and not show emotions. And when you when you get caught in those moments, you know, so many people and women are always the first ones to say, you know, it's okay to show your emotions. It's okay for you to cry. You know, it's okay for you to let these things out. But, you know, I guess that's just going against the grain. Like, I've been taught since since the littlest boy, even when, you know, shit was going down, that crying is not an option. Like, butch up, get shit together. I don't know if you got to punch yourself in the fucking nuts or get yourself together, but crying is out of the option. You're a man. You internalize that shit, you work on, and you do what's fucking necessary to get shit done. But it, 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 the whole situation just kind of left me in a situation where I was like, damn. You know, watching a strong man go through some shit like that and, and watching you cry is like beyond me. But it got me to thinking about, you know, my history for myself. You know, like I said, always been guarded with emotions and not being able to cry. And then you're looking at... You know, a man you've idolized your whole life, you know, who's always been throughout thick, thin, whatever, and never broke down. Always did what he had to do, which showed me the way to um, 
basically be the man that I am, and and it was an effective, really effective but fucked up point. So you know, honestly, I took that time, you know, and far be it from me with the stroke, you know, it comes down to you know back to the round circling around to the social media thing, that uh, you know, how do you feel about that? Because you know, me personally, I don't use Facebook for, you know, what other people do it for. Other people jump on Facebook and you tell everyone your feelings, every single moment of your day, every little thought that crosses your mind. You know, some people do use a family entertainment, but there are other people who let you know the exactly daily thing, like you're doing it for an audience. And uh, with all of that being said, you know, I've never been one to live life by Facebook. So it was like when the th- when all of this happened, you know, I never told anybody. And I let my father tell who he wanted to, but, you know, sent big shout-outs to, well, can't say shout-outs. I sent, basically, as I would say, directives to, you know, family members and other people. Like, hey, look, you know, this is going on. This is my father. You know, I don't want you to use something that is a private but, you know, fucked-up moment to get some like or some boost on Facebook because... That's what fucking people do nowadays in our society. You want people to feel bad for you. With with, with that, what I'm really saying is, is you get that same fucking post or the same fucking snap or whatever the fuck media you're using. That, oh, pray for my family. This situation is going on. Oh, pray for this people and it's going on. Like, Why? You know, these people aren't real. If they were your family, they would contact you outside of that. Why do you need everybody to send you praise or, you know, or basically send you false prayers? They don't even pray for themselves nowadays. I had a whole episode, episodes actually talking about the the loss of or lack of empathy that we show each other as human beings like the lack of compassion or care that we show each other why do you need the validation from someone else in a in a terrible terrible but tragic situation why do you need people who can't take care of themselves to basically give you some type of care you know if i value your opinion i'll i'll say that you know i'm not the type of person who will shut out people because, yes, I've mentioned that before. There are good people. There are people who genuinely care. There are people who are genuinely, you know, sympathetic to your plight. But there's a difference, too. There are people who are sympathetic to your plight, and there are people who just do it just to do it. You do it for some type of recognition or fame or you're just saying shit to say shit. If you don't feel it, don't say it. And that's kind of where I feel with the whole thing. I do not put my shit in in any shape form or fashion how my life is going how my day is going i don't put any of that shit on social media you know if we are truly friends and family then you would truly reach out to say something i don't need to put my business out there in order for you to tell me something like for instance you know mentioned this before in my cast during last year i had another baby I had my baby boy, Kai. Now, Kai, getting completely older, this boy is a monster. I love him to death. Like, love the boy. But when he was born, there was no big-ass 
post like, hey, look, my baby's born, snapping pictures of him. He just came out the pussy. He's still wet. Like, no. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't need everybody in because it's a private moment. Me and my wife share agreements to that nature that, you know, these are moments. We live these moments. We're living them together. That that is my greatest memory. I don't need Facebook to tell me a year or two later, like, hey, you remember this good moment in your life? No, it's internalized. I will never forget those moments. You know, and that's, and that's part of, you know, life for everybody. I hope everyone could catch that vibe. You have to be able to live it and internalize it. You don't need everybody to enjoy your moment. If you need everyone to enjoy your moment, I'm sorry. That's just to me, it's, it's a sad moment where you need a community to have the greatest moment in your life. Why can't things be private for you? You know, if, if they're truly family or they're truly friends, they'll ask. They'll come around. They'll call. But you don't need to share those moments, you know. So, no, a little sidetracked, but it's the same thing. So that's really like part of the reason, part of a bigger reason why there was so much time in between my last cast. And the other part is, you know, kind of related to the same thing. I've just been enjoying my life and my kids. You know, that's the biggest part. Enjoying your kids for who they are. Like, you know, enjoying my kids for doing all the counselors are doing, being a dad. You know, being a husband on a day-to-day basis, that is the greatest achievement in life. And sometimes, I think the biggest thing is you just got to live your life. You know, which is, <laughs> which is a phrase, I want you to remember that right now. Remember that I said this right now. Enjoy your life and enjoy living it because this will be in my next cast. This is a part of my next cast. I have done the impossible. I have leaked my next cast onto this one, which really wasn't in. This was just supposed to be a piece where I was kind of grooving out and um, explaining my thoughts and perceptions on, you know, why it was a jump from season season two, episode five to episode six. <laughs> there it is. I've just been living with life with the same human trials as everyone else. But it is a bigger thank you to all of those who have been reaching out and those of you who've asked questions and those of you who are truly fans. And I really don't like to say fans. I do like to take a page out of a certain comedian that I like called Clayton Thomas. It's never a fan base. It's a fan base. Like you treat everyone as if they're family. And I, and I love that saying, you know, and if I ever really get the chance and I get Clayton Thomas to hear this part, I appreciate you, bro. A lot of your comedy is there, but the only reason I'm shouting you out is because that phrase in particular, that is something that I really value. It's something that touched me enough that, you know, it's giving him props for because that's going to be the next point of me using him. So, with all that being said, man, you know, all the tragedies, all the things in life that are going on, all the new shit that's going on, that was the biggest part of me missing everything. But a bigger part of it was just telling me, wanting me to get here and tell you guys how much I missed you and how much I thank you guys for listening to King's Votes and King's Thoughts. You know, I'm 
just a person. No bigger than anyone else. It's just an opinion piece. And to be honest with you, if you're listening to it, obviously you're a fan of the opinion and that fan. But you're an interested person. And I appreciate you. But like I said, with that being said, man, I'm going to bring this episode to a close because I'm going to get some things in order. And I'm going to be right back with another episode of King's Vault. I appreciate you. You guys have a good one. Peace. Yo, and as always, I know that I've just now been getting a lot of things going. I had to shift dresses, but... This is your boy King, man. If you really are down with King's Vault, please feel free to leave any comments you like on on my email address. The email address is KingRamger86. Once again, and let me spell that out for you. So I ain't got to really say it again. <laughs> it's King, K-I-N-G-R-A-M-S-E-U-R. 86 at gmail.com. That is the official email address of King's Vault. That is where all questions, comments, anything of any nature, business you'd like to relate to, that's exactly where I am. You can find me there. Also, I'm going to be establishing the new Twitter feed for the page and also moving around with the new Instagram for the page. Now, it's not only about the opinion pieces. Well, actually, I'm doing comedy. I'm doing a few shows right now, making a couple things happen. But as always, man, it's really about the love. And it's really about respecting one's culture and one's ability to appreciate you, the fans. So I thank you. I thank you for listening. I thank you for the comments. I thank you for the love. You're all family at the end of the day. This is your boy, King. Get at me. <laughs>